Are you ready to get LinkedIn? We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11 for your hosts, Mike and Lori. Oh yeah, Lori, are you ready to crank it up to 11? You know what? I had a stereo that had a 12. Oh my gosh, I believe it too. And I am really ready to get cranked up because Mike, who do we have on the call with us today? Oh my God. this This is just so amazing. J.D. Gershbein is on the show. J.D. was intimately involved with us in the days when we were all getting involved with doing books and LinkedIn profiles. And J.D. has just taken it miles further than anyone ever thought it could go. Absolutely. If there's anybody I had to choose to write my LinkedIn profile, J.D. would be the guy. So let's get on with the show today so we can get to our interview with J.D. Guys, you're going to want to stick around and listen to what he's got to say. This man knows what he's talking about. So first of all, news. Mike, have you seen the new LinkedIn company profiles? They are on the move. They they are on the move. And, you know, we'll have to ask J.D. about this as well because – it's beyond the individual now. Until this point, LinkedIn has been a, so much about individuals, and they're courting the companies because companies write bigger checks. Right. Watch for more coming there where there'll be some sort of an investment that your business can make to have a pumped-up profile out there in, in that world. And certainly from a recruiting standpoint, having a great-looking company profile has got to help in the recruiting world. With those LinkedIn savvy job hunters, they're the savviest LinkedIn users in many ways. They are. And the cool thing now about LinkedIn company profiles, some people had really started building out an individual profile with the company name because they didn't want to show their face on LinkedIn, basically. They just wanted the face of their company there. And we keep telling people, you can't do that. Get the company profile on LinkedIn. Make sure you're doing it right or they'll shut you down. But what's great about the new features is you can actually list services and products. You can put pictures and video up. You can put SKUs up. You can do all kinds of things. Direct people to a sale page for a particular product. So they're really enhancing the company's ability to be able to get the job done and make the sale on LinkedIn. So I'm really excited about that. Next I think it's got some WordPress pieces kind of pulling into it. Don't you feel that way, Laura? It it, does. It does. Yeah, you can pull in your blog right on your company profile now. So that's brilliant. There's some really cool stuff. So we're going to have J.D. talk about how that's affected his clients a little bit later. But now it's time for the tip of the day. Oh, Lori, the tip of the day. All right. My favorite tip of the day is to get... All of your products and services, as Lori had just briefly described, up on your LinkedIn profile. Now, the company profile needs to have the stuff that's company-wide. And and then you might have a niche of products that you work with. Let's say I work at a, uh, a systems integration company. 
And my company sells Hewlett Packard and Dell and Apple and, and these other products and stuff. I work in the Sun Microsystems group or now in the whatever group over here, the Oracle group. Um, so those are the kind of pieces of information that really belong in there. And no one thought about it before because, Lori, frankly, it wasn't really the right spot for it. It was just a leave it and forget it spot how long ago? Three months ago. Three months ago it was. And, and all you could do on company profiles is see who the other employees were, maybe a little bit about who, where their employees came from and where they went to, some demographics or some um, stock or some kind of public information. But they've really enhanced the ability of people to dive down into more about who their company is and what they're like, what they're all about, what they sell. And we've got multimedia components that come into play. And isn't it funny how LinkedIn was such, so much like a bulletin board, almost stripped of that stuff. The Craigslist of social media, you might say. And now it's getting kind of snazzy. But I don't want to get into JD's time at all. JD, I'll, I'll share a little piece as I, as I introduce JD as well. Well, let's, you know what? Let's go ahead and introduce JD, and then it'll be about time for our first break. Good, good. Because when we... When we tease you a little bit here, you're going to really want to come back and find out more about the man because you can really see his picture on the back of our Rock the World book. There, there are these little cartoons that our Rock the World book has in it. And guess what? They're drawn by J.D. and they star J.D. in them. They're just It was so fun working with J.D. on it. I can't help but start off when we do come back to talk to J.D. about the cartooning component. After the break. And the brilliant thing, too, Mike, is he doesn't just do cartoons, but he wrote a brilliant piece for our second book on LinkedIn profiles, how to have that polished personal brand on LinkedIn. And it is time for our first break. Brasco, bring it in. Let's get that done and get over to J.D. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOFox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOFox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOFox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOFox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at SEOFox.com. That's SEOFox.com. Hey, Joel Com here, and I want you to hear something. That's my ka-ching button, and it's the universal sound of success. Sounds good, doesn't it? How would you like to hear that ka-ching sound all the time? In my new book, Ka-ching! 
how to run an online business that pays and pays. I lay out a strategy and a plan for you to create your own online success. Get your copy today at kachingbook.com and I'll give you a kaching button for free. All the details are there at kachingbook.com. That's K A C H I N G book.com. Affiliate Marketing Today, since 2004, the best source for affiliate marketing news, views, and education. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hey Mike, we're back. We're back. We're back. And, you know, we're we're here with a real rock star on LinkedIn and a rock star who really plays. He's a jamming keyboard player, and I have seen JD play. Welcome JD to the program here today. Mike and Lori, I have to say it's an honor to have my world rocked by you, professional <laughs> world rockers. That's great. Thanks, J.D. We miss you. We're looking forward to coming back up your way and spending some time in the in the House of Blues again. How about it? That, that'd be wonderful. So, so J.D., the first question I really want to ask you, because I don't know that a lot of people outside of the greater Chicago area know who you are and how brilliant you are, but why, with the, with the branding and personal stuff that you help people with, why LinkedIn? Why do you focus your practice on LinkedIn? Well, first off, Mike and Lori, thank you for having me on the program. Uh, the beauty of social media is that I can keep tabs on you guys without ever leaving the comfort of my own laptop. And uh, it's been a, a pleasure knowing you and collaborating with you, with you over the last, I'd say, year and a half it has to be by now. Um, and have I told you lately that I love LinkedIn? <laughs> no, you haven't. Although well, I did see that show on Fox that you did. That was a brilliant interview, my friend. Well, thank you very much. Um, that was that was a nice get. But uh, what LinkedIn allows me to do is use every aspect of my professional training. First and foremost, I'm a writer. I've always been a writer, and I'm fascinated by the portals of content that is contained within the LinkedIn profile and the flexibility and elasticity that it provides. Um, and I also have an MS in industrial psychology and appreciate the nature of, of what we are now calling branding, which is the buzzword of the day. Uh, I have a background in neuroscience, and I understand what goes into influential and persuasive writing and how the brain processes visual cues on an Internet page and translates them into an emotional response and uh, propels a real-world outcome. And finally, I have an MBA in marketing, and I integrate my background in traditional practices with social media, and I know you guys are hearing the term social media marketing more and more these days, and it is, without question, its own industry. Uh, and in essence, Mike and Lori, I'm uniquely qualified to do what I do. Yes, you are. You absolutely are. You know, one thing, a lot of people would listen to what you just said, and, and, and their first response is probably going to be, oh, my gosh, how, how could he have accomplished so much? But you're very passionate, just like us. You're very passionate about everything that you do, and you're right. There's so many people out there that are profile writers or whatever, and they don't understand all the nuances of the space and that you're really introducing and representing real people on that LinkedIn profile. And every word you use, the way you present yourself is critically important to your professional reputation. Uh, absolutely. 
and there's a lot of people scrambling around for social media careers out there, as I'm sure you know. Uh, it, uh, to them, it might seem easy, but to those who are in it, like you both and myself, hey, <laughs> if you don't know what you're signing up for with a social media career, you better get used to some long nights and some deep focus and some constant learning. And if you're on the client level, working with individuals and corporations like we do, uh, you're accountable. And you better be accessible, and you better have some answers, and you better take a few bullets. Yeah. There's an extreme level of attention to detail that has to happen. And a little mess-up of a character here or there or something can just cause amazing things to happen. And when they get into that ENFP or Myers-Briggs and stuff, you know, J.D., I've discovered... I'm not made out for a lot of the stuff that I that, that in the industry that we're in. I'm, Absolutely, you know, the the mind of a person who crafts the message and the mind of a person who speaks the message aren't necessarily you know um, the same sort of thing. Screenwriters and actors, for example. Absolutely, and when you access most people on LinkedIn, I think people are wising up, getting smarter, and becoming more switched on for the knowledge and knowing that they need to brand well. You see so much copy and paste of resumes out there. It, it's, it's almost ludicrous, and, and nowadays it's a red flag. You have to present well. You have to be keyworded. You have to attend to SEO to the extent that you can, but you don't want to detract from the message and, 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 and do it at the expense of your humanity. You have to brand well, and you have to command that brand. Exactly. Exactly. That, so, so speaking of the brand now, LinkedIn with this new company profiles update that they did are really making it easier for the corporate brand and the corporate entity to be represented on LinkedIn as well. Tell us your thoughts about that. You know, where do you see the company's area heading? Any more, uh, any more new things that they're going to come out with? What, what are your predictions for the trend? Uh, I was listening to Mike uh, kind of ruminate on that as well. He had some nice insights. Like anything else that LinkedIn rolls out in beta, it's going to require an adjustment period, and the changes are coming fast and furious from LinkedIn. It's almost difficult to keep up at this point after uh, moving at a tortoise pace for, for so many months. Um, but many people I come across are still unaware that company profiles even exist on LinkedIn. And you're bound to see the lead dogs using the feature, and, and, and this will eventually percolate down to the various levels of fluency in the user base. I think it's reminiscent of the Facebook fan page. I, I think LinkedIn is continuing to borrow heavily from the look and feel and energy of Facebook, and the goal here is to activate conversations about your company and get a little word of mouth going about your products and services. And more and more, we see LinkedIn trying to weave in this interactive component. You know, that's that's very interesting insight because I, I've said right from the very beginning that it LinkedIn is the chamber of commerce of online business social networking spaces. It's mm-hmm. it's the business networking that happens online. And when you're there, what do you talk about when you're at a chamber event or at a networking event face to face with people? That's the same way you should be acting on LinkedIn. Sometimes you have a, a panel discussion, so you might use LinkedIn answers. Other times people with special interests get together for their committee meetings or whatever and you might talk about particular things that are going on so there's your LinkedIn groups and otherwise you're 
introducing yourself or your company to people at a networking event and the things that you talk about are the same things that you would talk about in a networking event, whether it's about you personally, about you professionally, or about your company. So I really am loving this new this new trend. Mike, you got the next question for JD. Well, getting the con- getting the conversations going is is JD hit it right on the head. It's getting getting interaction. Uh, if you go to a party and no one's interacting, you don't consider yourself at a good party for the most part. They could be great people there. They they could be dressed beautifully, but at the end of the day. They're not interacting, and LinkedIn is trying to make that interactivity that happens on Facebook happen over on LinkedIn. And well, we and saw we we saw that first happening on the homepage when they introduced the Facebook replica status bar and try to get a few people to like a status update and then comment on a status update and encourage a conversation. And the the sweet feature on that, as you both know, is that when you like someone else's homepage post. Hey, you get a little bit of free PR because you're marketed to the network of that individual, and they can see you commenting and trying to get a dialogue going, and that's what works out best for everybody because it continues to promote a top-of-mind awareness, and this time you're doing it organically within the network of your network. And isn't it how funny, just funny, the word like comes into play over here, and all of a sudden we see it pop up over here. You know, the word Mm -hmm. has been out for so long, and now it exists universally. That'll make its way into the next uh, uh, Webster's Dictionary revision. What liking <laughs> means. You can, you can sure the online that. like. Right, what do I like? Well, <laughs> Jenny, I like the image stuff that we started talking about when we met was all based around LinkedIn. When we come back, we're going we're gonna to talk about how the branding component and how the the look and feel component has outgrown LinkedIn, has now come to encompass Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and blogs and meetups, but kind of all to different levels. And your brand image, you've got some great new catchy names for it, JD. We're going to hear that brand image needs to be, you know, congruent across the platforms, but take advantage of the individual things that the platforms have to offer. You don't just do the same things everywhere. I can't wait to hear J.D. talk about how he's advising his clients to do it, because that's some tricky stuff, J.D. Um, When we get back from the break, J.D., will you head us off with that one? Can we start off with that one? Yes, providing that I can uh, complete my air guitar riff on your intro music. There you go. I like that. Yeah, we'll I, let you do that. We, we handpick this stuff. I'm ready. I'm on a beat. Ready to go? Brasco, put us in. Time to thank the sponsors that help keep us stay linked in to you. More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents... The 2011 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 28, 2011. 
All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry today into the Web Marketing Association's 2011 IAC Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. SEO is like a roulette wheel, hoping that you put in the right meta tags and keywords on your page so that your site lands on the top spot. Don't just take the gamble. Go with the sure thing. The premier business-to-business on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm. We can place the right keywords and messages from a 30-second spot to a 30-minute monthly special. Plus, we give you the banner ads, links, and placement to bring you more traffic from not just search marketing pros listening to our SEO channel, but from all of our listeners and podcasters searching for you. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for consultation today. State of Search, your home for the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Mike and Lori are back as they rock the world with LinkedIn, only on webmasterradio.fm. Lori, you're a little late coming in on the base there. Did you get it right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was trying. I had to sit back down. You got all excited. You got JD coming back. With we love JD. Hey, 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 JD, just like yeah. you, you've seen, we've seen, the, the folks that were in this early were, were devoted to LinkedIn, but our devotion kind of because of, of, of world happenings has had to expand into these other platforms. What are you advising people who are getting pulled into Facebook and Twitter and these YouTube and these other things, bloggers. Well, great lead-in, and I have to say that of, of all the folks I know who are, are really navigating and orchestrating social media in an integrated way, you guys, and, and obviously I'm privy to it because I'm friends with you on Facebook, and I follow your Twitter feeds, and I see the YouTube content, you guys have an all-out assault on the Internet and the search engine. And you're really raising the bar for a lot of people who are really just trying to get a message across and trying to manage your reputation across all channels. So kudos to you. Um, but as a specialist, I, I, I'm not quite the generalist that, that you two are. I, I focus in the LinkedIn space because I think that that is where the meaningful business uh, connection is going to take place. And the virtue that I bring to my clients is in the specialization. I guess I looked at this thing and wanted to be as good as I possibly could be on it so that I could defend it when it, need, when it needed to be defended and have some success stories when the work I do uh, is asked about its merit. So uh, creating multi-platform social media campaigns for companies is not something I do. I'm personally of the belief that what happens on LinkedIn stays on LinkedIn. However, I do see uh, a necessity to integrate with Facebook, to integrate with Twitter where applicable. Many of my clients won't tweet, can't tweet, shouldn't tweet. Uh, they find the hashtag to be a very aversionary symbol. They stay away from it. Um, but uh, they do have YouTube content, and we, wherever possible, Mike as you, and Lori, as you know, we try to make LinkedIn the hub 
of internet branding and it has the outbound links it has the all roads passing through it so uh, in my world with the, the clients that i take on I have them buy into the notion that whatever they do on LinkedIn stays on LinkedIn um, because people are going to pass through it to get to the other online sites anyway. Very cool. Very cool advice. You know, and, and that's true. I think the only thing that really pulled Mike and I away from our focus, our strict laser focus on LinkedIn, was that as we were out speaking and training, people started asking us, well, well, my my boss wants me to, to friend me on Facebook, or what do I do over here, or how do I tweet? Or So they, they started coming to us with these questions, and we felt it was pr- appropriate for us to need to know. Mm-hmm. There are many people who just strictly want to represent on social media. They are not uh, possessed in any way to uh, to do the interactive work and communicate. Uh, I have many clients that just take their LinkedIn profile uh, as a billboard and want to attract and evangelize it as much as possible, but they are not interested in the email platform or in messaging or in advancing a thought leadership platform. They strictly want it there for people who do access them to see what they need to see then go to the website, but of course, uh, as we all know, we need to pick up a phone and we need to have a handshake, face-to-face, eye contact encounter at some point in the real world. Well, J.D., at one time, I think what sparked some of, some of this uh, uh, expansion into other platforms is when the LinkedIn profile started supporting Twitter natively, started having space on it for a blog. You could put a video on your profile. There were these pieces of other social media platforms that now had real estate on your LinkedIn profile. That's kind of when I think there was a little bit of a awakening by third parties that, you know, I guess I need to do a little something over there. If LinkedIn thinks it's important, I should think it's important too. They take their direction from LinkedIn. Absolutely. The, the Twitter interface was revolutionary uh, for the Scores, legions of Twitter diehards, this was big. And you do see the, the incessant Twittering going on on LinkedIn. I, I think that for some people this can be a, a little bit too much for their filters and that we should be more judicious as to what LinkedIn posts make it to Twitter and vice versa. But you're right. The social media platforms are borrowing from each other. Oh, did I say borrow? I meant outright stealing from each other <laughs> and that's a good thing uh, the, the yeah. more congruent and the more uh, you know formulaic if you will that social media gets the easier it is for the users to adjust well jumping back on twitter because there's two three four different components of the twitter part and i don't want our audience to get confused about something one of them is when we put in a status in our profile and we can we can send it out as a tweet Okay, just quickly, I can turn my LinkedIn status into a tweet. Mm-hmm. But on your LinkedIn profile, if you show your Twitter IDs out there, you can see my Twitter IDs. Click on it and see what I'm tweeting about. Click on this one, see what I'm tweeting about. That entry level part is what I find very valuable when we look at people, right? Don't you want to know what they're tweeting about? Isn't that a great thing to know before you pick up the phone and call like you tell people? Call. Uh, absolutely, and again, it depends on who in your network is attaching significance to Twitter. Uh, you know, you've got the ivory tower mentality. They are not tweeters by any means. You have uh, executive vice presidents of sales who are too busy who will not tweet. They are more concerned with the personal brands of their salespeople on LinkedIn and how the corporate brand is being is being elevated. 
So I think for the people that attach significance to Twitter, it's great that the platforms are intertwined like that. I tweet, uh, certainly not to the extent that you guys leverage it, but I do, and my LinkedIn status bar uh, updates are always tweets. I've had a few that maybe I unchecked, but that's because I didn't include a hyperlink. And I generally feel that if you're tweeting, you're taking people somewhere. Uh, there's an article you want them to see. There's a, uh, a Rock the World radio uh, audio you want them to hear. So uh, I, I think you have uh, uh, you know, more and more people who are doing it, but it depends on the need and it depends on the want uh, and what you want the social media campaign to accomplish. Yeah. So in the in the last, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to step on you, Mike. In the last minute and a half, two minutes of the show that we have left, I really want to ask you about, you know, people can now rearrange sections of their profiles, and there are new things that you can add to your profile, like publications if you're a published author and stuff. What do you, what do you think about people kind of messing around with the layout of their LinkedIn profiles? A good idea, bad idea? Does it depend? Well, it's interesting that LinkedIn doesn't consult us when they roll out these changes. Sad for them. <laughs> Have you noticed that? They just yeah. kind of all of a sudden you scroll down, oh, skills, certifications, patents, other languages. When did that happen? Um, I, you know, I see it occasionally, and somewhere along the line, some people felt that the, the way the LinkedIn profile was originally laid out was not the same order in which they wanted their information chronicled. And for years, as you know, uh, LinkedIn's template was rigid and offered no movement. And I think people can do what they will. It comes down to personal preference, but I don't think the summary section should budge. Right. Uh, in my I world, agree. that's the make or break of the LinkedIn profile. It sits yep. where we call, as you know, above the fold before vis- visitors to the profile will scroll. And if it doesn't cut the mustard, they are going to zone out and exit on you. That's brilliant advice, J.D. Thank you so much. So this has been an incredible, uh, incredible show, Mike, with J.D. on the line today. And, oh, my gosh, it is time for us right to the wire we came down. And uh, that little riff means it is time for us to say goodbye. So, J.D., thank you so much for being on the show today. You can catch us online live on Mondays at 7 o'clock Eastern at webmasterradio.fm. Please, you know, um, it's available on iTunes, so you can subscribe to iTunes and you can leave uh, remarks and comments and uh, critique and reviews there. And then also, you know, if you want to download the archive, you don't want to go through iTunes, you can go to rocktheworldradio.com. That's rocktheworldradio.com, and that'll take you to our page on Webmaster Radio where you can download the archives. So, Mike, you want to say goodbye? I, you know, I don't want to say goodbye. No, I want to. Oh, keep, come on! Yeah, I hear the rock. Hear the music coming up. And, say goodbye. And let me ask JD: Will you do another show with us, brother? If I am asked, I will return. And I want to thank you guys for having me. You know, I love you guys. You do great Woo-hoo. work. And social media is all about promoting other people in social media. And they're just a wealth of good ideas and different takes. They're like fingerprints, man. Have you noticed that? Beautiful. No, no two people think alike on some of this stuff. That's brilliant. Well, that's it for today, J.D. Thanks so much. We'll have you again. Cut us off, Roscoe. Rock on. Now, what advantages do you suppose Chrome has for the following? 